is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, <laughs> like this, but a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! This is Live at Five, yeah, Live at I'm Five, here. Live at Five. O.J. Simpson back in the news again, folks. As if you didn't get enough uh, news overload in the last 24 hours. Wow, what a night last night. I went from uh, the final round in uh, Wheel of Fortune to the beginning and the end of our current president. And I mean that in a good way. I actually thought this would all happen in April or May, but uh, they jumped the gun on me and they said, let's just... Let's just cut to the chase and get him out there and show everyone who he really is. And then uh, we'll get a response from all the Yentes on The View and Joe Scarborough. And uh, So you, you, you get to see who's standing, who, who's on what side. And you saw it last night. So let me just get into the scenario. Last night, like I said, we were watching Jeop- uh, Wheel of Fortune. The Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune hour in the, in the Curry household is no different than like 99.999% of every other household in this town, especially those uh, people that were born before 1970. It's just a fact of life. It's just the way it is. And it's good. It's all good. You always should uh, n- you know, nurture your way through the evening watching those two programs. And if you, by the way, if you're watching you know, anything else, I don't know what you're doing, whatever. So uh, haphazardly, I just jump, oh, I do it all the time. I jump over to Jesse Waters, just like I did with Tucker Carlson for many years. And I see the president of the United States standing in front of a podium. I'm like, oh boy, what's this all about? I don't know how long he was there, but it was an impromptu, impromptu press conference. In fact, it wasn't a press conference. They called it a presidential statement. That's why, uh, and he was in a, one of those rooms right off the, uh, the Rose Garden, or I don't know the ins and outs of the White House. I really don't care. But I got a description of it afterwards so I was just by watching Fox News. Plus, I bounced around uh, CNN and MSNBC to see how the other side was looking at it. And it was convenient, by the way, real quick, for NBC, uh, CNBC and uh, CNN to just focus on the Colorado uh, decision uh, with the Supreme Court kid who looked like he just got out of college and uh, he said, yeah, no, this is real. There's, there's so many reasons why men who created insurrections shouldn't be on the ballot, blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, you know, Fox and other networks were playing uh, 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 Supreme Court Justice Jackson's response, hoping that somehow or other she would, you know, see a loophole. She didn't. Uh, uh, sat on my ear. She, she didn't. I noted, noted Kagan, but they were waiting with bated breath. They were discussing this uh, with Rachel Maddow. Oh, yeah, this is going to happen. Oh, yeah, what about this? What about? Meanwhile, the most significant speech in Biden's history in his three plus years he's been our president 
It was such a shame to see. So they're setting him up to fail. Barack said, look, you know, the report looks bad. What was the, the special counsel? I think his last name is her. He's Asian. He's Asian American. And that's going to create some problems because he just, he just uh, uh, delved, uh, did, said rather way too much, more so than he's supposed to. He's pro-Trump, they say. I don't know what is denied. I'm assuming he's a conservative. But, boy, they didn't like what he said last night. Uh, so it all comes back to the documents in uh, President Biden's garage down there in Delaware and how insecure they were. Uh, I'm not saying they needed a therapist. I mean, they were just out in the open. And, of course, they made those obvious comparisons between Mar-a-Lago and Delaware. Meanwhile, Mar-a-Lago, everything was you know, locked up in a fortress somewhere down there in Florida. It's a beautiful place. Looks like the Taj Mahal. Everything neatly put away. But apparently, from what I can read, uh, that uh, Joe Biden, President Biden's uh, secret documents or, pri- or uh, whichever, uh, for your eyes only documents, were a lot more sensitive than what uh, Donald Trump had on, on his premises. But that's neither here nor there. The, th- the, the bottom line is they, they let him off on it because they say he's senile. He, he's, he's an old man. So, you know, it's almost like a backhanded compliment. It's almost like a, a, a Rodney Dangerfield joke. I got some good news and I got some bad news. Oh, uh, give me the good news. <clears throat> well, the good news is they say you're senile <laughs> and you're exonerated. <clears throat> oh, that's not good news. Well, yeah, you're, you got off on it. You, you, you will see no charges. But they say I'm senile. Yeah, that's right. Isn't it, Joe? You don't know when your son died. You have no clue what day of the week it is. And you got the, 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 the and then you walk off the set, or the, the set, you walk off out of the room and back to the podium and continue to make a fool of yourself and prove everyone's point that you should, you're unfit to be president. You confuse the Mexican president with the Egyptian president. And I'm thinking, did he just say Mexico and then Gaza Strip in the same sentence? Sure enough, he did. So today I'm looking around and searching for stuff, and it's amazing how Google responds to this because I was looking up, uh, what's her name there, uh, Gnomes, the, the governor, the beautiful governor with way too much lip gloss, by the way, way too much lip gloss. And she, uh, rather, she was talking to Jesse Waters last night. And at one point, Jesse Waters introduced her as the, as the governor of South Carolina. Whoop-de-doo. All right, we make a gaffe. It's happened uh, it's unfortunate, but when I'm looking up uh, Chrissy Nome's uh, comments that she made on Jesse Waters last night, I was like, um, "Wait a minute! Look at all these! Look at all these! To- at, 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 at the top of the page, above the fold, we have Jesse Waters said this wrong, this said that wrong, blah 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 blah." And it's amazing how counter and how how they go on the counter offensive when they know that everyone's going to say, oh, look at Joe Biden. He shouldn't be a president anymore. Ah, yeah, but look what Jesse Waters said last night. He said South Carolina. Today, uh, uh, um, Anna Javera, whatever her name is, one of the, uh, go- uh, one of the uh, uh, Yentas on The View, says, oh, I look up, I go over to Google, and I say, I look at all the things that uh, President Trump said. Wrong. 90 things pop up, all the things he said. Wrong. First, he said you could bleach out COVID. Okay, here we go. We're going to go through this litany of, of, of stupid things that Donald Trump said. So they, they look at the story and they say, no, this isn't important because your guy's a com- complete tra- train wreck. And here's why. If anyone thinks that now, they're crazy. But the bottom line is this. We can't, you know, you can't be Sean Hannity anymore and say this about his cognitive state and he doesn't know this. He doesn't. We know, we've known that from the beginning, and it's only getting worse. The bottom line is Barack Obama put him out there to fail. 
He saw the report from the special counsel, and he used it to his advantage. Barack Obama, former president, Barack Obama, very smart man. He says, yeah, we were going to wait till later on in the spring based on Glenn Curry's prediction. But you know what? The her report came out from the special counsel. Let's just go with it right now and let the whole world know that, you know what? This isn't the guy. We, we're going to make that move anyway. So I post on Facebook last night, wow, great conference. What are they going to do next? Meaning, what are they going to do next? You can say what you want about this, that, the other thing. Oh, he's an old guy. Oh, 82, he shouldn't be that bad. Oh, there's worse. Donald Trump, this, whatever. This is the, this is the chess move. Are they going to do it or not? Are they going to bring in Gavin Newsom? Are they going to bring in Michelle Obama? That's the, that's the real question here. So what happened last night on the 8th of February? Is it? Is today the 8th? I don't want to act like our current president. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, so it was the beginning of the end for the current presidency. And uh, it's sad because, you know, Jill Biden's probably—the one person I would love for the for anybody to uh, interview right now, today, immediately, would be uh, Vice President Jill Biden and how she feels about this. Because she can't—apparently from, from all reports, she can't stand Kamala Harris. She couldn't stand her during the debates. She didn't like the way she has been in the last three years as vice president. It's all about her, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I agree with Dr. Jill. But Dr. Jill is the only obstacle they have. It's not a big obstacle. They really don't care about Dr. Jill. But she's the one that is enamored with not only being the first lady, but being married to the president of the United States. And what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. So she's the one that would object to this. But they're going to have to make a move. and They're going to have to do it sooner than you think. So we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. In the meantime, Christy Gnomes, uh, and, and boy, like I said, she, she's stunning looking. But uh, this is what she said last night. Let's see if this works. Hopefully this won't go into an ad. I got this linked up to a YouTube last night's uh, interview. This was moments after Biden got off the uh, stage. South Carolina Governor Christy Nome joins There's the South Carolina reference. Okay. Oh, okay. we made it. Now, and we're going to turn around some of these highlights from that insane press conference we just witnessed where the president almost looked like he was going to jump across and hit somebody for asking him a question. And I, I think he's reserving a, a little something special for the special counsel, Robert Hur, who just said to the American people that the president has issues mentally, uh, hazy memory, and diminished faculties. Your reaction? Well, I think Dana pretty much said, you know, my thoughts exactly, is that they have to know... Every staffer should know what they're dealing with, whether it's a candidate or a president, is what's their strengths, what's not their strengths. And that's really the challenge with President Biden is he has very few strengths. Uh, he is not good at night. He was emotional. A statement would have been better. And this only made it a much, much worse situation for him. After this report came out, he just came out and proved he has diminished capacity. He couldn't even refer to the right country with the right president and the right conflict and the right war. It was, wow. It was a lot. So, yeah. you know, Jesse, and I think what's, what I think is amazing is we as Republicans have to get smart and really what, realize what's going to happen in this next election. I don't think they replace him. I think that what they do, and I've been, in my brain, think, been thinking, they're going to figure out a way to do what they did during COVID. Uh, during COVID, there was a crisis, an emergency and a disaster. 
and they issued an emergency order, and they're going to do it, I think, in 2024. Something will happen, whether manufactured or not, that will allow these governors in all these states to write emergency orders to conduct their elections however they want to. They're going to go back to exactly what they did in 2020, and all of these liberal governors that got reelected in these swing states are going to write emergency orders to run their elections however they want to, mm -hmm. whether it's mail-in ballots, it's collecting ballots by the unions and Walmart parking lots. They will use every tool that they had then to make sure that Joe Biden gets elected again. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, she's saying that Joe Biden stays on, on board. But I tell you what, this was just, again, moments after he left, um, I guess you can call it the, 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 the special statement room near the, near the Rose Garden. And so this was the first uh, 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 a prominent person that Jesse Waters had on, had on last night, whether or not she was scheduled to be on at all. Because remember, uh, if you were watching this, Jesse, everyone was caught off guard. Apparently, uh, it was President Biden himself who set this up since he wanted to clear the air on this report and how negative, negative the her report was from the special counsel about his cognitive ability. So he wanted to defend himself. But at the same time, and I just not to counteract what I said earlier, uh, this this has been planned. They, eventually, they're going to have to sh expose uh, President Biden for what he is. He's a guy who's at 82 years old. I know a lot of 83, 85. I know 90-year-old people who have better cognitive uh, abilities than the president does. It, it's it's not a sad thing. It's it, well, I should say it's sad the fact that he's the president of the United States. But it's nothing to be ashamed of. He, he's had a great life. He's made a lot of money, he and his son. And it's time for him to go. So last night was the beginning of the end. But what uh, what uh, Noam says here was shocking. Uh, not only does she tie in 2020 and uh, her feelings about that conspiracy theory, uh, conspiracy theory in nature, right? She says it's going to happen again, and I totally agree with her. And uh, def I've always liked her, but after this interview last night, I like her a lot more. That's for sure. And again, the lip gloss is okay. It's better than I thought. Seven five five twelve. If you want to chime in, seven five five twelve forty. Uh, is the number. So uh, let's see if I got this one right. This one might be a different one. Oh, no, I can't sign into Facebook for some reason. Oh, no, here it is. Oh, sorry. Dip, 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 dip. Uh, this is, uh, Ra uh, what's his name? Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. And he was on later on uh, last night uh, with the guy with uh, the white hair at midnight. Nonetheless, uh, this is what he had to say. Wait, Trace is this. Joe Biden will not be the nominee. I said this last year. People dismissed it as some type of conspiracy theory. Today, I think it became that much more obvious. Play this out. Biden's own DOJ and special counsel is effectively releasing a report that undermines the case for him to actually be a candidate for the U.S. presidency, right as Biden's poll numbers are cratering. We have to do the math, skate to where the puck is going, mm -hmm. not fall for the deflection. But I do think what they're planning for is to sideline Biden as the nominee, trot in a different puppet instead. That's the most significant takeaway from tonight. So that's Vivek. And uh, again, he said that before. But uh, so then uh, and I don't have them queued up. To, but if you were listening to Hannity for more than 20 minutes today, you heard how Joe Scarborough re uh, responded. I saw uh, I mentioned earlier about how Annie Navarra and, and the Yentas on The View responded to this. There was somewhat uh, mixed a mixed bag of results on that. Uh, and uh, Sonny, of course, uh, said that this is a problem. Doesn't surprise me because Sonny looks at it like, well, this is an opportunity to bring in someone fresher. And someone darker. So that might be Michelle Obama, although in the same breath, she said there's no way America is ready uh, for Kamala Harris, uh, basically suggesting we're systemic uh, racist nation that we are. 
Uh, but so, so there was a divide there, but it was very lively. Whoopi wasn't there today because she doesn't work on Fridays, apparently. God bless her for that. Uh, but uh, last night was the beginning of a big, big start or end of the presidency, otherwise known as Joe Biden. And there's no way in the world, uh, despite the fact that uh, uh, Vivek here says he's going to run or, or the, the governor said that and they're going to manipulate this. I don't think he's going to run at all. They're going to they're going to bring in uh, Gavin Newsom, our version of J- uh, Justin Trudeau. Or, of course, uh, Michelle Obama. And how many times someone just texted me on my Facebook page saying, oh, Michelle doesn't want it. She's she's too busy with her grandchildren. Whatever. She doesn't have grandchildren. Whichever. I, I'm tired of hearing that because it's not so much that Michelle is qualified for it. She's not. You and I know that. Everyone listening knows that. It's just an open invite to skirt the um, uh, the Constitution by bringing back her husband, Barack Obama, for his fourth and fifth term. That's the only reason why Michelle gets in there to begin with. Because her platform would be, you know, inclusion, equity, and white people are bad. She would not be the answer for what's going on in, in, in Israel, although she would clearly be on the side of Hamas. And she wouldn't give a darn what's happening in Russia and other international affairs. She would just be focused on, on the plight of urban America. And that's not what we need right now. Let's see what we have on the phone or who we have on the phone. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing today? What's going on, Lefty? We've got to be quick. I've got a lot of calls today. Yeah, I'm always quick. Yeah, no, you're not. First of all, Ravaswamy yeah. is always the smartest guy in the room. I, I, I would think he'd be a great VP, but I don't think he's white bread enough for the Trump voters. Uh, Well, I don't know right. about that. Yeah, but he is a smart guy, uh, no I, doubt. I, I like him. I think he's really smart. He's always on top of things. He's been on it for a long time, and he's right on everything he's saying. Yeah. You, you, you bring up a good point with being able to uh, avoid uh, having a president be in charge for too many terms. Mm-hmm. That, that's something that other countries laugh at us about because we're the ones who didn't want a kingdom. We didn't want families running our country, but that's what we allow by... There should be some law like, hey, you're the president, your kids, your brother, your wife, none of them can run for 25 years, you know? Mm. And wow. then if, you know, something else there, fair is fair. Right. I'm not saying that Robert Kennedy shouldn't be able to be in the race, but, you know, immediately after, Hillary Clinton shouldn't have been in the race, and Michelle Obama shouldn't be in the race. Because all you're doing is you're bringing the same candidate back. In. Well, I mean, that's not going to happen, Lefty. You know that. That's not going to happen. Well, I, I know. But I, I'm saying the what if. But I, I think you're completely right. It's going to be, I, I, I think it's going to be Michelle Obama. I, I, I agree. Just don't think there's any, I don't think there's any other way around it. Mm-hmm. And Gavin Newsom's been on the, the cutting edge of everything for a while. He's, you know. For the wrong reasons. Guy. He's smart. He's well-mannered. Yeah, he's not smart. He, he might even be on, he might be honest. I don't know, but he might even be honest. He's not going to get the nudge. No, well, and here's why, uh, Lefty, not to interrupt, but uh, it, if, if Michelle Obama runs uh, or is in the race, that means that 99.9999999999% of African Americans will vote along with other people of color. If Gavin Newsom runs, you're lucky to get half of them to vote. So, yeah, they need Michelle to, uh, to, to be part of this race. And last night was, uh, was the calling uh, what was was her calling? That's for sure. So that's my. Well, I agree with everything you're saying, and I think for everything that's on there. I'm sure there's a few callers out there that don't agree. But right. Oh yeah. We shall see. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna let you go. You have a great day. Bye bye now, don't you know? Thank you very much. That's uh, Lefty right here on the live at five. So and then now we have Jason Trainer, who's going to talk about something completely different from the great state of South Carolina. How you doing, Jason? <laughs> I'm doing good, Glenn. So, um, I won't reveal. Until our next C council meeting. So when the next C council meeting is here, 
You'll see me. I'll put a video up and you'll know where I'm at. All right. That was almost English, but whatever. So uh, you're not going to tell us right now where, where you are? As far, you're not going to say that you're what state you're in? It's a surprise. Okay. I want you to think, Glenn. But I, I just want to say, yeah. I appreciate Glenn because Glenn will not be a pushover. So no. When he interviews people, he <laughs> will ask some tough questions. Right, right. Because you've called me a pansy before in so many words. <laughs> well, here's, so here's the point. Yeah. If you want a better city, country, you have to hold people feet to the fire. But I also want to say the possible dreams. I read something about the possible dreams. Is it true of them not making so much money they're going to have limited hours? Yeah, uh, you're talking about the urban mission. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's, it's, um, it's a shame I, I, because I hear, you know, some people call today. Yet more reports, Jason. I don't know how if there's uh, panhandlers down by you in, in, the, in the Palmetto State. Wink, wink, nod, nod. But apparently, uh, yes, uh, they're, they're, tur- they're turning the urban mission into what seems to be a, a members-only club. Uh, and, I, I, like, it's a, it's a mixture of, of uh, Sam's Club and Target. <laughs> uh, I don't get that, but some people suggest that, you know, people feel uncomfortable going to Factory Street. I don't see that. Maybe it's th- theft. Uh, maybe they're trying to qualify their buyers. But, uh, yeah, that, that was the latest story about urban well, mission. I'm scratching my head over that. Simple question, uh, Glenn. What do you think is really going on there? Are they losing the money that I read online? Uh, getting the, the, the customers? I really don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I wish I did uh, because it's a great service. I'll tell you what, every time I've driven by there, it's not. It, there's a ton of people going in and out of there, Jason. Now, granted, it, it's also kind of like you know. It, well, it's not kind of. It's 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 a it's a house for food for those who need it. Uh, I don't want to call it a soup kitchen by any means, but uh, I, I every time we've done um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, every dime goes to the uh, Watertown Urban Mission because it's the best place to send it to, so that people who are truly in need of it, particularly children, are getting that. The other side of it, the retail side that you're referring to, the impossible dream, I'm unfamiliar with that. I don't know why they're changing the rules there, but I tell you what, I guarantee you this time next week, or if not earlier, Jason, I will know, Mm -hmm. and we'll all know the reason why they're doing this. I I will definitely ask you that answer because I was raised in Wartown. Your audience knows it. And to lose a good business like that, a nonprofit, and not have people go to a nice place is a is a loss to the city. Right. I, I don't know. I, I didn't quite understand that question. But, but Jason, let me ask the question. Uh, did you find a job? Are you happy? Because i got to move on. i got other calls. We got, we're talking about real stuff here okay. today. I, I'm still looking, but Glenn, yeah. make a promise to me yeah. that when you get interviewed, don't be a pushover. Right. Ask them serious, tough questions. What is their motivation? What is their purpose? And what is their purpose plan action? So what are they going to do for your city? Right. Are they going to do anything, or are they just going to talk? Gotcha. All right. I will, I, will definitely, I will definitely push the envelope, and I will be more vigilant next time around. All right, Jason? All right, hey, love you. You All have right. a great day, and God bless you. You, you too, Jason. And from the Palmetto State, Jason Train. And now we have uh, Big Steve Malboff. Hey, how you doing tonight, Glenn? Just, oh, it's, oh uh, sorry, quickly, it's not Big Steve. I don't know else. if you listen to Bongino or not, um, but he has spoke uh, very much about the Michelle Obama situation, mm-hmm. that she is too much of a private person 
and that you will not hmm. see her run for president hmm. because of that. And his qualifications for that are, is he was a Secret Service agent for the uh, yeah. Obama administration right. during his entire administration. He knows the woman well. So yeah. you will not see Michelle Obama run for president. Have a good weekend. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, I mean, first of all, uh, it, I, and I appreciate that. Uh, one, she is. And two, she is. And three, it's going to happen. And, and here's why. Joe, same scenario. Joe Biden is not supposed to be president of the United States. And I'll explain why. He didn't run in 2016. Typically, not always, but typically, uh, like Al Gore uh, as vice president. Or Walter Mondale actually waited four years because, you know, of course, J- Jimmy Carter was a, was a one-term uh, uh, president. But in 84, Walter Mondale, former VP under Carter, ran against Reagan in 84. He lost. But my point is this. Joe Biden didn't run in 2016 because everyone, including Joe Biden and, for that matter, Hillary Clinton, thought that Hillary Clinton would not only be the president in, starting in 2017, but she would be the president through, through today. She'd be a two-term president. It didn't happen. There was a huge field of Democrats running, as we all remember, for, in 2020. And uh, and then the the last guy to arrive, other than, of course, the short uh, uh, Mike Bloomberg ran for like three days before Elizabeth uh, Warren blew him off the stage after he spent over one hundred million dollars down in Florida and lost anyway. But uh, just, you know, uh, peanut money for him. Um, But uh, Joe Biden had no idea that he would be dragged back in like Michael Corleone in Godfather three. He had no idea. Uh, It wasn't Senator Booker out of uh, Jersey. With the bright eyes, and, and he was so upset that uh, other people beat him to it when he's, uh, another candidate spoke Spanish. Uh, it wasn't Pete Buttigieg. It wasn't Kubachar from, uh, from uh, Minnesota. And it wasn't uh, uh, Kamala Harris. And there's, there's at least five others that I'm forgetting right now. All of which, Jelby, uh, Telby, whatever, uh, from, from Hawaii, I love her. She's got that uh, uh, Frankenstein's bride thing going on in her hair there. Uh, but all, it was just a weak, weak field. And they said, Joe, we need you. We can't have, uh, we can't have Donald Trump win two in a row because we're, 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 we're losing our democracy. So Joe showed up. He says, look, my son just got caught with his pants down. Oh, that's just an expression. No, he literally got caught with his pants down. Uh, Mayor, former Mayor Giuliani and others have uh, evidence of, of, of two laptops that my stupid son Hunter left at a, at a tech shop in Delaware and forgot to pick them up again. And now everyone on the Giuliani Republican side knows exactly what's on there. So I don't think I'm your guy because this is going to bring me down. So former President Barack Obama looked at him and says, you know, Joe, Joe, we know how Hunter could be. We know how it could be. We'll take care of that. No problem. We'll just get Google. We'll get uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. And we'll get uh, whoever was owning, uh, I forget his name already, uh, the guy who owned Twitter. We'll get them all on our side. We'll get Hollywood on our side, and we'll get you in there because we can't have the orange man as our president again. That's how, that's how Biden got back in, by default, because they had no one else. And it's going to be the same thing with Michelle Obama. I guarantee it. And they need the black vote. They need it desperately. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, what's up, man? It is big Steve Malboff. What's going on? What? Was that last guy Big Steve, too? No, uh, his name, your name showed up. It's weird. Sometimes the phone does that. But whatever. What's going yeah. on, man? Uh, I mean, if there wasn't panic yeah. prior to that that thing I watched last night on TV, mm-hmm. they, 
I mean, there must just be absolute just panic in that party right now. So what what are they going to do, Steve? What are they going to do? I think that I think that everything is coming coming out at the same time. Mm-hmm. These people that have supported Joe Biden all this time and never wanted to admit uh, of his downfalls. Obviously, the biggest one is if he's mentally incompetent. Right. I think that that has shown its face now. Mm-hmm. So. I think their plan was same thing they did in 2020. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. They were going to hide Joe. They were going to go after Trump again. And I think that mm-hmm. all these all these lawsuits, everything they're doing against Trump, trying to ruin him, that's all coming. Everything's coming out at the same time. Joe looks bad now after last night. Mm-hmm. All these crazy things they're doing against Trump mm-hmm. look like that is not going to work. Right. Would you... Would you agree with that? I, I do agree with it, but I did say uh, moments ago that this was inevitable that this was going to happen, uh, but they were going to they were going to wait until like May or June. But now, right. because of the her report, the special counsel report saying that hey, we let you off on the documents in your in your garage only because you're you're senile. So it you're was mentally a, incompetent. A mentally incompetent. Yeah. Wouldn't you have thought that they would have had more control over? What information was released? I to the agree with like you. I, obviously, I, they didn't. It, but you know what, though? You, some, you know the old expression: "Never give up on an opportunity." And Barack Obama looked at it and says, "You know, eventually the cat's going to get out of the bag, and we've got to make sure that they know now, so that they'll know soon." I'm talking like Kamala Harris, who tries to talk like Barack Obama, by the way. So it, it was just they're just pushed back two months early. And so he, he looked at it as an opportunity to say, okay, yeah, he lost his mind, he's senile, so now, now just get ready because we're going to have someone in the bullpen. And I just, you know, I keep saying Michelle Obama, as much as I say that she's not qualified, it's, it's just a reintroduction to her husband to do what he's already been doing because both she and, and, and her husband haven't left Washington. They still have a residence there. So I, no, this is yeah. no different than it is now, except instead of Joe allegedly being the, the most powerful person in the world, it will be Michelle. But don't, make no mistake about it, it's still Barack's game. And, 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 and Chuck Schumer, along with Nancy Pelosi, the Beltway, the DOJ, the FBI, and everybody else, they're all in cahoots with this. And Joe, unfortunately, they keep on saying elder abuse, and I agree with that. I, I do actually I feel, I feel sorry for uh, President Biden. I do. I really I do. do. I do. And I don't like Jill Biden for forcing him to do this. But at the same time, you know, the guy is president of the United States. So, you know, you got to do what you got to yeah. do, right? So. so the two scenarios I look at it as being are they hold him responsible for having uh, classified documents right. and he goes down. Mm-hmm. Or they hold him not responsible because of his mental state, right. but he's still the president of the United States, right. so he's still going to go down. Yes, right, right. Which you can guarantee yeah. that whether it's the Democrat Party or mm-hmm. the Republican Party mm-hmm. or both of the parties, mm-hmm. he is going to be, I know it's a short time to get a guy out of office, but mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a high price to pay for what he did. And I think if he would have just left the stage last night, right. like he was going to do yeah. after he answered a couple questions, You're absolutely walk right. off the stage, shut right. your mouth, right. and it's over, but he, they were standing like, Mm-hmm. They were like eight feet from him last night, eight, just eight screaming feet. at him, right. and he couldn't take uh, 
He just, he, he, you know. I actually respected him for doing it. I respected President Biden for doing that because he took it upon himself. He said, oh, I'm done. Walks off and then they're yelling at him. By the way, have you noticed the most aggressive of all the all the correspondents there were Asian females? Did you notice that? They were yelling. Yeah, the they went after him. They, they were, went after all, him. There was three of them right next to uh, Peter Ducey there, who was like seven feet tall, by the way. Looks like Sasquatch with a wheat field on his head. And, and, and the oh, worst part is that those ladies were from... You know, CNN, right. MSNBC, right, right, CBS. That's yeah. bad. When, when you got your own team going after you, right. it is, it is over. They, yeah, Sunny, Sunny also is 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 like questioning uh, Biden. And whenever I see that, when you're left of center and you represent the CNNs or, or ABC, the first thing I think of is like, no, nope, he's an old white guy. Let's bring in, let's bring in some color. Let's bring in some female action here. And uh, they're they're loving this. This is their opportunity. Hey, they're ushering a whole new question, generation. Yeah. If a guy calls in and you don't know where he's calling from right. and you're trying to find out where he's calling from, but he's telling you that it's a surprise, what, if you never find out where he's calling from, how can it be a surprise? Nah, I don't you know. You know what I mean? That's, I don't, uh, that's Jason Trainer. What can I tell you? But he is calling from South Carolina. I did decipher that. He kind of let the bag out of the out of the uh, or the cat out of the bag. Listen to me. I'm Jesse Waters. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So I, I can't believe it's 20 minutes before the hour. I gotta get. I gotta do a break though. Du- uh, I'm gonna call you Duff Man. I'm, I'm making mistakes, and that's uh, that's uh, Big Steve hanging up because he never says goodbye. But uh, there is another call here. Hi, real quick. Yeah, quick, quick. Okay. It's uh, it's uh, a blind hey, Tim. Listen, Glenn. Yeah. I gave you some news, right? Yeah. Illegal immigrants here in Watertown. Okay. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So I'm gonna tell you the situation that yeah. happened. Guy goes to get on the city bus, right? Yeah. He's got a cell phone that translates for him, hmm. or whatever his language is, to English. He, he tries to take a card out of his, his wallet and use it on the city bus, and bus driver says, no, the card does not work on the city bus. The, the phone translates back to him, the card does not work. Hmm. So he opens up his wallet and shows her a bunch of money, hmm. shows her a $50 bill. Yes, yes, yes. And she says, no, you can't use a $50 bill on the city bus. Right. So that translates the, back to him. And he keeps going through the, the thing. And she says, where are you from? You don't speak any English. Yeah. So he reads it on his phone. He says, I'm from Vietnam. Some baloney thing. Mm. So he finally gets through the 20s and the 10s and down to the 5s and the 1s. Right. And she holds up two fingers two ones to get on the bus. Right. This guy had no idea what money the what the value of money. Wow. He had no idea how to speak English. He had um, some kind of card with him that was issued from the government. And uh, how much money I did he have on him? Money. Sounds like he had a lot of money on him. Yeah, he had quite a bit of money. He had fifties and twenties and tens and fives and went all the way down to one. But Jeez. he didn't know the value of it. And, and he looked Asian, and, uh, or he, lo- he looked Hispanic, or or Asian. He he was Asian. Okay. Yeah, and um, he was an older guy too, huh. in his fifties. You well, know. Well, I hope no one so, takes advantage of there him. There you go. There's an incident right here in Watertown, so I'll just let you go. go ahead. Uh, all right. Bye. Well, I appreciate it. I I don't know what to make of that, other than I you know, that sounds like a very vulnerable man. And why would any Anyone, any migrant with all the other opportunities to live in in big cities, what what are they doing here? That's the question. 
All right, I got to do a break. Uh, you're listening to the Live at Five show. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now your roof is leaking. So get on the phone. New problems? Call Herringer's now. The roof people who always call you back. All right, welcome back. Remember, our show and uh, uh, Mayor Jeff Graham's show, uh, The Man on Pearl Street, is sponsored by L.A. Quarry for all of your crushed limestone needs in the North Country. L.A. Quarry is the answer. They deliver or you can pick up. Pick up or deliver! <clears throat> they deliver or you can pick them up at the quarry itself. The quarry is huge. You can see it from space. It's up there in Lafarsville where they have a cement pond. Call them up at 315-658-2004. It's all part of the Thompson family. Uh, the patriarch himself, God rest him in heaven. That's Terry Thompson. Great man, indeed. And you can see Donnell and the whole family. It's an interesting place. It's a perfect place for a quarry because there's like nobody living up there. Unlike, uh, you know, Point Peninsula. LA Quarry, give them a call, 658-2004. Proud sponsors of the Hotline and Live at Five shows. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's going on? Ordinance guy. This whole thing about Biden and Trump, Trump had like 34 boxes in his house at Mar-a-Lago. But they went down there with armed FBI agents out of the Washington office went in there and took the 34 boxes, which the archives had already gone down and looked at and said, okay, we have, we're going to take this mount. We don't have enough room, but you please put a padlock on that door. Right. He said, yes, mm-hmm. not a problem. Right. Come back anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Right. And Joe they, Biden, yeah. let's see, he was in Delaware, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Mm-hmm. They had basically two A Verde tractor trailer boxes worth of stuff right. from him. Yeah. So how does he get off? Uh, okay, but but you, you ordinance guy, you know this, and I've said this before. We have to stop questioning the the you know the um, how, how do I put this <clears throat> the double standard. It, it, the fact is that they are in control. And they do things exactly. over the top. By the way, uh, Jesse did a comparison of how uh, Don, and you just stated it yourself. All the all of his uh, stuff, uh, Donald Trump's uh, secret uh, files, were all locked away, filed correctly, put in a secure place, and and right next to it is a picture of Joe Joe Biden's garage, where there's more yeah, sensitive next, to his, next to, to his Corvette with with with, a, with a, I believe someone said that the the door was locked with scotch tape or maybe they were kidding but you might as well use scotch tape because plus yeah, he, but you had Hunter yeah in there had all access to it Hunter had access to it doing more than likely doing uh, inappropriate things like cocaine with his Chinese friends uh, by the way I don't think anyone stole anything but yes the double standard is clear you know why. I mean, you. I mean, look at the reaction today. If if that press conference was going went on with Donald Trump and not knowing the difference between Mexico and Gaza Strip, he would be probably out of office today. Less than twenty four hours later, he'd be forced out of office just by by default. But instead, and the whole thing is, though, Glenn. Yeah, I know when my mom died. Right. I know when my dad died. I know when my brother died. Right. I can give you the exact date and time. I know you could. Right. And by the way. Uh, it's funny. The Yent is on uh, the View. K- 
counteract it. Because at one point, Joy Bahara said, why would you remember the day that your son, your, your son, that's the day you want to eliminate from your mind, right? No. And, and no, 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 hear me out, hear me out, no, no, hear me out, ordinance. No, 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 ordinance guy, I gotta finish this uh, statement. Because then, uh, and then, no, no, hold up, Anna de Javera, uh, she said, uh, I talked to the president, and I said, could you come down to Florida, Miami? And he said, no, I can't come down there. That's the day my wife died in the car crash. So they just contradicted themselves in less exactly. than 10 minutes. Go ahead, sorry. Well, I know when my wife died. Yeah. And that's always going to be the deal. Of course. But for him to be able to say that he doesn't know when his son died. Right, right. It, it's just mind-boggling. Yeah, it These is. People are just contradicting themselves. But don't you feel so sorry bad. for Joe Biden? Don't you feel kind of sorry for him? No, I feel sorry for America and that Joe Biden is not taking him out of it. Mm -hmm. Did you read on News Junkie where she went in and chewed out the staff for not taking him out of the deal the press conference was, no i didn't see that the conference that I, he I didn't was see that. floundering in right right and yeah. even joe looked at her like oh i should have just gotten out of there i feel sorry for him and i know a lot of people jump on I me do. for that i feel sorry for him i really do He's not supposed to be there to begin with. And I just explained why he's there, because the other field of people less than 50 years old, Warren's a little older than that, so is Mike Bloomberg. But still, for the most part, there were a bunch of young elephants that were supposed to be the next nominee. All of them failed miserably, including Kamala Harris. And that, therefore, they had to go oh, back and waste of space. They had to go back to the attic, or the basement for that matter, and, and, and knock on Joe's. Uh, and, and remember the stuff that he was saying during the debates in 2020. Uh, uh, turn on on the record player. Those things embarrass me. I thought he was clearly not going to be the candidate. Then COVID hits and then Fauci's in the background rolling his eyes. Donald Trump doesn't know what he's doing and he becomes the savior of America. And they said, oh, what the hell at this point we might as well put Joe Biden back there because we know deep down inside he has a connection to uh, Barack Obama and that's exactly what happened and that's why they're going to bring Kamala uh, uh, check that, Michelle Obama to the table and the main reason why they're going to do that I got to stress this, is because they need the African-American colored vote. And, and, and Gavin Newsom is not going to bring that to the table. He's not going to do guess that. guess what? The African-American vote is not going to be with the Demo or Democrats because they see so many people coming across the border. No, no, you're wrong. The African-Americans right. in this country right. need help. Well, okay. You're right. And, you're, wait, no, hold on. You're right. But once, that's another reason, my friend, you're right, because, uh, one, they, they're going to vote against Gav, uh, Gavin Newsom, or not vote at all. Most of them won't vote. But the fact remains is, even with what you just stated, with what's going on with the migrant crisis in major cities, which, yes, is affecting the, 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 the black communities more than anyone else, that is off the table once Michelle Obama comes. Even if that migrant issue gets worse, they don't care. They want her to be their, their, their representative. I know it shouldn't be, These but that's what's going to happen. Americans, they've been here all their lives. I know, but they don't care about that. The moment Michelle Obama becomes the candidate, that goes flying right out the window, my friend. Guaranteed. Well, Guaranteed. Could be wrong. Okay. All right. But I got to go. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate okay. it. Yep. Have a good, have a good one. Uh, I, I haven't even gotten to the Putin interview. I was going to talk about that today, but it's like that's that's for another day. Uh, hi, you're in the air. Well. Oh my God! It's 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 the other side of the political coin, well, ladies and gentlemen. You know him as Danny Francis. Well, it is because it, it's a hell of an ending to a Friday show, but I think we should check some facts with a couple of people, don't you think? Let, let's check with Mike Pounce, or how about Tim Apple? 
Did you say... Just check the oranges of the story. Okay. You didn't catch any of those? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say Mike Pence or Mike Pounce? Mike Pounce. Uh, oh, I'm or, sorry. Or Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Or the oranges of the story. Oranges of the story. I'm wearing an orange shirt. I look like te- uh, uh, those are Bobby Knight. Don- those are things that Donald Trump said in public. Instead. Oh, Danny, come on, come no, on. No, 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 no you're not going to get away with this so easily, okay? You always want to say the Democrats did this, the Democrats did this, they said that, they did this. But you know what? Our side never does that stuff. All right. All right. Andy Navarro. Do you, do, do, you, do you know when Bo Biden died? He died at age 42. I think he died in 2009. Try again. Oh, when did he die? I have no idea. He was 42. Was I know nine that. Nine years ago. The nine's right, but 2015. All right, 2015. Sorry. All right. Oh. I was off. He's not my son. What can I tell you? I remember my mom and dad died. Yeah. Right. When, when, when my son and daughter died. So why didn't President Biden remember that? Well, you know what? You can't remember. You know, I, there's some things I can't remember from last week. I'll be perfectly frank. But I can tell you five or six people that died in combat on December the 10th, 1965, mm-hmm. in Operation Harvest Moon with me by their name, their ages, and where they lived. But sometimes I can't remember what happened two weeks ago. Well, okay, because... That's human nature. But, Danny, you're proving your own point. You just said you no, would I'm never... i prove my own point. I'm saying that's how the memory of... That's how the brain works. You're not going to forget a milestone like the loss of your son. I don't know the context how I did, but I'll say one thing for that, that uh, special prosecutor... Uh, her. Yeah, her. He's, he's Korean, Korean-American. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Good guy. He, uh, I like him. He had, he had a good report. Yeah, thorough. Disciplined. report, except one thing. What's that? Official reports like that to the DOJ should state the facts of the case of the investigation, what have you, what have you, what have you, but no personal side notes and personal opinions. He, he pulled a James Comey. Yeah, against Hillary Clinton about the, the emails? Before the election. Yeah. That yeah. wiped her out. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then he tried to make up and for it by kissing purpose. everyone's he ass. Was a Republican, that was on purpose. Hers a Republican, that was on purpose. D- don't Danny, you think, Danny, side. Danny, you are a Marine. You did two or three tours in Vietnam. Wouldn't you know it's in the best interest of the country to know that the president has cognitive issues and that, that should be brought to the no, table? And, and it's all business, I not personal? I, I disagree with that. 100 percent well that's he was that's investigating the documents of which by the way him and, and, and former vice president mike pence returned the documents as soon as they realized they had the damn thing okay yeah Donald trump didn't yeah well donald trump had fortified whatever documents he had it's painfully obvious joe biden didn't so what do you say about that danny Biden didn't know I had him. Well, that makes it even worse. Come on, Danny, you're proving it's your own point. Because I, I, I can picture this in my mind of them packing him up and getting him out of the White House and went up there to Delaware and put him in his grave. Oh, guys, put him over there, put him over there. He had no idea what he had. And that was proven that he had no idea what they were. Danny, you're not making a good point today. I'm I am sorry. making a good point because that's a fact. Okay. He did not know what he had. The investigation by Mr. Hur proved that he did not know what he had. And even if he did, he didn't use it for any nefarious reasons and returned it to the NARA, the National Archives, and the DOJ. The next day, as soon as he realized it happens, oh, my God, what the hell am I doing with these things? All right. Well, that, okay. Again, it's if anything, you're adding ammunition to all this. And thank you for that. Because you're right. You're absolutely right. He should have known. Uh, he didn't. Uh, it wasn't a secure place. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have known. He, he probably knew in his mind, I should not have classified documents. When he realized he had him, he said, oh, my God. All right, Dan- 
Danny, how old are you? I've said on airways. Yeah, of course. Why not? I'm 82. You're okay. All right. You're 82 years. Isn't that the president's age? Isn't he 82 as well, yeah. Danny? Yeah. Uh, I'm, Dan- a couple, I'm a couple months older. Than okay, Danny. Let me just say something here. You and I don't agree politically or culturally on a lot of things, but we always have respectful conversations. But I'm going to pay you a compliment. I'm going to be as genuine as possible. I'm going to say this: for an 82-year-old man, you still got it, Danny. You still have the same brain you have on your shoulders you did 20 years ago when I first spoke to you right here on this show. You have not lost a step. But the president has, and he cannot, he is unfit to be there. That's but all I can also say. Also, look at one thing with Mr. Biden. Look at what he's done for the country. The things that he's got done, the lowest unemployment I, I, yeah, in 45 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. And the jobs report, like, the like jobs 90% of them are government work jobs. The best in 50 years. So, Danny, don't you see how, where I'm saying, you know, whenever he boasts no, about that. Can't you give him credit for I what I can't give him credit because he's not running the country, Danny. He's not but running the country. Give him credit for what he I would say that Dr. Jill what he said Dr. What he forgot to say. Dr. Jill Biden has more bearing on those accolades that you just espouse than than Joe himself. Jill Biden is on top of things more than her husband is, and I can tell you that Jill Biden confides at, uh, on a day-to-day basis with Barack and Michelle and others like like Chuck Schumer and and Nancy Pelosi. Well, How's he doing thing, today? Is he awake thing yet? I say about this topic, and I knew it was going to be a hot topic. It was going to be a bad day for you, Danny, and you know that. But and, those, re- those reporters yesterday were vicious. Yeah, well, that's any given day when when Trump was in office. So no, tit for tat. That vicious. They yeah, oh, they were vicious, all right. They were. They were awful. They were terrible. They, they would terrible. say right to his face, you're no destroying our was, democracy. No, no one said that. Were standing behind that podium, they were vicious. They were frustrated because they barely get an opportunity to speak to him, and now he's coming out in his own recognizance to say, hey, I'm okay. And they said, no, you're not okay. And then he got belligerent, left, came back, made a fool of himself, and then left. It was, a, And then, from what that last caller was saying, although I didn't read that article, that Dr. Joe Biden was upset that they didn't yank him out of there with a big-ass hook, like the gong show or something. Something. So well, that that should speak that speaks volumes in itself, Danny. Joe Biden is famous for his gaps and memory lapses when he had, but I don't think it's a serious problem. Yet. All right, but it's a serious problem when 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 you bring it up with with Donald Trump. No, it's not. I was just making a comparison. Well, well okay, all right, fine. All right, I gotta go, Danny. But th- okay, have a good man. weekend. Have all right, nice I'll talk weekend. to you. Yeah. I, I'm I'm. <laughs> I do look like Bobby Knight. If you see me on 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 and by the way, I just want to thank our friends at News Junkie for posting our conversation yesterday. Someone did send me an email, and they accidentally sent it to Jim Levin, and Jim's like, "What's this all about?" Big question marks, question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm like, Jim, he sent it to the wrong email. Whoa, are you are you mocking homeless people? No, I'm not. The guy's talking about how people are down and out. We shouldn't talk about them like like that. And he was given constructive criticism. Well, you shouldn't talk. Boy, what a bleeding heart liberal he is. Holy mackerel. Well, anyway, have a great weekend. Uh, And by the way, the Chiefs win by at least 12 points, uh, guaranteed. And it's going to be a blowout in the first half. AM 1240, WATN, Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Peter King in Orlando, and we have a developing story in southwest Florida where a business jet has crashed on Interstate 75 near Naples.